today we're going to talk about financial freedom as a freelance paralegal and go through some of the pricing strategies as it relates to business and strategy on that. Uh, but I also just want to talk about something very specific as it relates to your mindset around how freelancing can bring you incredible wealth and will bring you incredible wealth if you commit to it. I work every single day with paralegals that have built businesses. I watch them soar and scale their solo freelance paralegal business into charging $60 an hour, $70 an hour, $80 an hour, depending on their practice area and their expertise and beyond. I also work very closely with the recruiting of paralegals for other agencies, you know, where we're, we're helping these agencies grow out their team as they are scaling their revenue streams in volume in hiring teams, right? I have trained paralegals, coached paralegals to go on to build their own empires of businesses and, you know, hire, hire this an amazing team that brings them in a lot of passive income as they step into more of a CEO role and developing this business. And so again, this is where the freelance paralegal space will allow you to exceed tenfold any caps that you've once decided was your reality in this field that you have joined. Uh, it, 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 it allows you to create these own realities on your terms. Now, the reality of it, though, you know, to get there, it's not just something that you can put freelance paralegal onto your profile, onto your LinkedIn profile and hope somebody sees it and hope somebody comes to you and offers you that 10 hours of freelancing per week. And then the next one comes to you and the next one comes to you. Now, there is a ton of law of attraction here, but I, I feel that, hey, Amanda, and I see you again. There is a law of attraction here in the sense of the more you go through the proper roadmap of building a freelance paralegal business in a, in a systemic way, in a, in a compounding way of aligning your ideal clients with the services you're offering, with the price, perfect price point that sells to those two components, with the how you are communicating with your clients, how you are building up that referral stream. There is obviously a ton of, of law of attraction within that as you're aligning and you're following that intuition as well as the practicalities of your business establishing it from day one and how you're going to scale it involved so they align within that intuition of saying this is where i want to scale my business and now let's work backwards so i always say you know start the best way to start a business is to think about five years from now or even three years from now or four years from now. And, and here's a spoiler alert. You are going to think about five years from now and you are going to be absolutely amazed how it doesn't take five years to get there. But I know the, the um, skepticism that will be like, I, how could I possibly go from earning 50000 a year, 60000 a year as a paralegal working nine to five, not really loving my job to suddenly reaching my all my financial six figure beyond dreams in less than five years. Like, I don't even think it could take five years. And I'm living proof that I was shocked to my core when it happened to me. Um, I know a lot of other paralegals that will say the same thing, shocked to their core as they treated their business like a business and just started plugging away small actions every day towards the ultimate goal, created the reality that they envisioned five years from now within one year, within three years, um, depending on how large that, that vision is and how dedicated you are to to your business and to what you have created. So really at the end of the day, freelancing, now we're going to get a little bit into pricings and strategies and how 
everything I'm saying here can happen for you happens. How scaling that business to create those financial realities full time and half and no longer wait for that job to come by that offers you what you're worth and hires you for what you're worth and treats you like a good employee. How we actually visual can, can, um, look at it from a, uh, a business standpoint and how that can actually be possible. So there's a few pricing strategies and I do find that paralegals get very stuck. I, I get reached out to, I, I actually just got an email the other day, like very similar conversation as to what I'm about to say, where, you know, I'm starting to scale my business, but I, I am breaking even as I'm growing in volume because of this is the way I've set up my business. And so that's why it's very important before, you know, I'm going to be talking about these pricing strategies, but it's important to remember the scaling, uh, how you're going to scale and doing it from a strategic standpoint in your business model and your pricing structures and your services and your delivery of those services to make sure that that actual scaling whether in volume or premium pricing returns to you um, what you need so that it can grow you into your ultimate six figure beyond dreams or what, what your authentic uh, life needs to look like for yourself. So two ways we scale a freelance paralegal business. It's either in volume or in setting premium pricing or um, somewhere in between. So when I talk about volume scaling, that means you are coming in and say a solo and you start to attract clients and you've established your business model that you're going to solo for a while, do direct services as delegated. The attorney delegates you down a variety of needs within their practice and you handle them and you're working very closely together, uh, kind of accommodating their practice and how they do case management, right? You're, you're working almost as if you were their in-house paralegal, but your contractor, right? So you're really integrated into their systems and their cases and you're supporting them along the way. Now you start as a solo, solo freelancer, but say you don't in that moment that you start attracting that business towards you. You don't really have a scaling plan. You don't really know what the next step will be once you cap out. You set your prices and maybe that lands you somewhere in the $85,000 a year, $90,000 a year range for your uh what you're charging hourly and 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 that's fine for in the beginning right that that's great at least i'm getting really great clients i'm making 80 dollars uh per year whatever that calculates to monthly and taking in eight thousand dollars a month at my 52 50 whatever dollar an hour rate i'm working great hours i love it but then you're like my ultimate vision five years from now really is i would like to earn in the upper six figures but work less and i want to do different type of different types of work. And I, I want to scale this business beyond my own paralegal skill sets. And I want to scale this business beyond my direct services to my attorney. I want to start hiring people. I want to start bringing them in. And then they, boom, they hit a cap. And funny enough, this is actually a real story because this was me. They hit a cap and they're like, I work 40 hours. It's time to start bringing in another person. This is it. This is my time to shine. I knew it. I knew I would start attracting all these clients to my business and I was going to scale my business uh, to beyond six figures. I'm going to make 150,000 a year this year because I'm going to double my, my time and I'm going to, or my billables, but I'm going to work less and it's going to be amazing. But then suddenly you start bringing in these paralegals and you have no room for profit. You're like, I feel like I'm a nonprofit at this point, just connecting paralegals with attorneys or giving paralegals work and paying them. And I'm making no profit off of their hours. So I'm feeling stuck having to work my 40 hour a week at my hourly rate and 
just to make give myself a paycheck and then i i'm connecting these people and i'm paying the paralegal to work with my client or to support me but i'm not making any more money and what happens there and this is where we talk about financial freedom and success as a paralegal and and how you start to work less and make more is that we weren't thinking in the beginning about our model and how we were going to scale that model of business as it relates both to our ideal client, who we're attracting in, making sure those price points are correct for that. You know, we can, it's not as easy to just say, all right, I can start charging $80 an hour, then I'll have room for profit, right? It's not as simple as saying that because your ideal client likely will not pay you $80 per hour, you know, in that scenario. Now there are definitely, I, I've worked with clients that have said that they're currently paying one of their freelancers $100 an hour, paying them $3,000 a week to work 30 hours, you know, something like that, depending on the practice area in the state. These are example purposes where it's, it's not as simple, you know, myself sitting there, I'm like, I can't get a paralegal and nor should a paralegal really be fully committed. I totally wouldn't be if I was getting paid nothing to support, you know, you, you, you don't show up the same way when you when you really rely on that income. It, it becomes more of an option if you're not paying the people that come into your business. So you you're wanting to pay them really really well, but you underpriced your attorneys and it and your ideal client is all over the place. And some attorneys might have taken you on at that higher level rate than the others, but you're starting you filled your client list with all these different types of clients because you never thought about your business model and how you were going to scale it. You never thought about your future that financial freedom down the road and worked your way backwards, right? Worked your way backwards to say, okay, this is where I want to be. Now, how am I going to scale that? What is my business model going to be? And now let me realign that with my ideal client and my price points and visualize the future and how I'm going to still maintain profit margin and start working less. And that's when things start expediting for you. So the first year I started business from March, 2020 until, um, the end of December, like, you know, that full, full year thereafter, um, I was making, I think we, I think I made, I pulled in like $60,000, which was phenomenal, right? Before that, I was making $12,000 a year as a subcontractor and a stay-at-home mom. I think we pulled in $60,000 and that was phenomenal, but I hit a cap somewhere in the middle of March and December of that year where I said, okay, like I, this is not what I anticipated, right? And so as soon as I decided one day, like I'm going to back up right? I'm going to think about where I'm going and now do scale back that roadmap, walk backwards down that roadmap and reevaluate how I'm going to scale this business, where I'm going to take it, where my passions lie, what I want to be known for in the industry and how I'm going to attract my ideal client within that and maintain a profit margin through doing my, my passion work while also bringing in people to support that passion work and make money while doing it, right? So the moment I did that and I started attracting the right clients at the right price point, as well as comparing that to getting the right paralegals in to support my business at the right price point for them and me, there was a profit margin there that I could work with, right? So I maybe scaled back my, you know, if I just kept servicing my clients and making, you know, $6,000, $7,000 a month. Fantastic. That was a huge step up from where I was at in my little, you know, $200, $300 paychecks every here and there. Um, and that was a huge point up. But if I would have stopped myself there and said, okay, I, I obviously I don't know. I can't bring in other contractors. I'm just going to stick myself here. I wouldn't have scaled myself to where I actually wanted to go deep down inside when I did that work, when I did that visualization to where I'm trying to be at with my freelance paralegal business and 
ended up hitting a $500,000 mark in 2022 and ended up being a six-figure earner by my first year, like a six-figure take-home pay by my first year. And at the same time, doing it and how I love to do it and creating that soft life around me, meaning that I could have my son home. I wasn't as stressed out. I could spend hours during the day just focusing on him and then hours doing my work and <clears throat> feeling like I'm actually connecting with my true passions. And like I went back to, it's not always just about the money. It's also about feeling amazing in what we're doing, right? It's not, I, I could not work at a soul sucking nine to five for $200,000 a year, never seeing my family. That would not be worth the trade-off. Okay. I lived in a camper for eight months. I'll do that again before I, I go back to uh, feeling very unhappy and, and, and my family suffering as a result, but we can have it all. So why are we choosing in between? Right? So now there's that volume and volume. And I'm talking about the agency route I went or bringing in subcontractors to support your work in a strategic way and giving the room for profit margins so that you can reach those upper six figure earnings or, or whatever it is that you have your, your heart set on as it relates to your time and your money that you're making for that time. <clears throat> okay. There's another way of how paralegals are embarking on the model of a team where they're productizing their services. So instead of giving direct services out to attorneys, meaning I'm coming into your practice, I'm going to do as you delegate work to me and handle a variety of tasks within a matter and get closer to the case and, and operate as your paralegal. Um, they, the team model is where this is our service, right? This is the product that we offer. You give us this design sheet, you give us X, Y, Z that we need to draft it and we will, you know, send you back in 72 hours a demand letter. We will send you back in 72 hours a complaint, an estate planning package, a family law petition package, what have you, depending on your practice area and what you're doing, right? So that also, you know, if we try to go down that team model and we haven't quite figured out the perfect pricing points and we're sitting here just stuck and we're, we're just breaking even or losing money doing it this way because we haven't really given true thought to our business model and how we are going to scale that business model as a team model, where we're going to make our first hires, how we're going to hire forward to manage any volume of orders coming in for our productized services, for our services that we have turned into a product. Hi from sunny Florida. I got to pause on that because it's going to get negative 15 here. Uh, this weekend. Yay. Yay. <laughs> right. So where I was going with all that, let's get back on track here. Sorry, squirrel moment. Um, is that we're looking at either volume, right? We're always looking at volume to some degree, whether we're going in that team model direction or we're going in that agency route or we're going in that I, I'm going to create a paralegal firm and we're all going to work together in some capacity to put out the the, pro, the, the documents, the, what the client needs, right? As we're scaling the business. So that's what scaling is. It's scaling beyond yourself. And the more you can focus on this business from day one and treat it like a business instead of the alternative of saying, okay, I kind of want to freelance. I'm just going to throw freelance on my, on my profile and see if I can start attracting clients. And that's totally fine. I'm more power to you if you do attract clients that way. It's going to be very difficult, but great if you do. Somehow you attract clients in and then somehow this, this freelance paralegal business is taking off and taking off and taking off. And now suddenly you're like, okay, I can scale this more. I can scale this more, but wait, I'm stuck because I never really thought this through from day one. I never, that's, that's where people hit their ceilings and they have to backtrack and you can fix it. I'm living proof that you can fix it. I went through absolute turmoil 
taking my business in the wrong direction, being stuck at a point of not being able to scale it beyond that, trying to manage the scalability of it without changing the structure of the business, the true um, bones of the business, right? And being very, very frustrated. My my paralegals were getting overworked. They're like, Jacqueline, this is chaos. Uh, luckily, we, you know, we became friends and we could talk real with each other and they helped me. They were a big component to the beginning stages of my business direction and my business advancement. Um, but going back to that and saying, had I really sat down, okay, sat down and, and rewinding to, to the top of this, this webinar where I was talking about it, the best way to predict the future and where you're going with your freelance paralegal business, what income goals do you have for yourself? What lifestyle do you have in mind? What does your daily work life look like? The best way to predict that future is to decide what it is and then work backwards to create it. Right. And so there's going to be a mixture along the way of intuition and business strategy and some of both at the same time and <clears throat> growth mindset and getting yourself through difficult growth phases within your business. Right. What got you to 100,000 won't get you to 500, won't get you to a million and so on and so forth. We always have to be evolving and adjusting, but you will actually shrink time. You will control time in a way where you can shrink it. If you spend solid time in the beginning, and I'm not saying years or months or weeks even, you can just really like get through this in deciding your business model and then working your way up through that ideal client, those services, picturing in your mind beyond the beginning of where this is going to scale to, right? What am I, what am I ultimately trying to accomplish here? looking at those prices, setting those for your scaling goals, and then working your way back again and making sure that's all aligning with your North Star, with your business model, with your services offering and deciding whether or not that's going to be possible. Okay. And we might have to adjust a little bit. We might have to change up our ideal clients some, or we might have to change up our services and the delivery of the services. And maybe we need to productize. Okay. So you're, that's how you're scaling in volume. You have to be able to truly create the business. You have to create the business as a business from day one and really think about that model or you will not be able to scale in volume. It will become very messy, chaotic. You might burn out or at the alternative, you might lose clients along that messy, messy little journey of trying to get into the volume scaling. Okay, I'm going to, and anybody that has any questions at any time, please feel free to jump in and uh, let me know. Okay. The other way we're scaling these businesses, and this is something that has, as I've gotten into the half of a million dollar mark and I'm scaling beyond that, is creating a four pyramid services to die, uh, four pyramid services offering, right? We have a pyramid of four pyramid, four services to diversify your revenue streams, which will attract more clients into your space that. In doing so, you're meeting your ideal client at every single phase of where they're at in their career, in their journey, in their life cycle, right? With those four pyramid services offering. And by doing so, you're diversifying these revenue streams as well as creating a life cycle of a client, okay? So one client that would have just came in at the time they, they needed your one service that you offered and the only way you offered it now is coming in before they need that. Now they're coming in after they need that, right? And they're getting into your space and you're diversifying, you're creating different streams of revenue within the same sphere of services, 
Okay. I hope that's not super confusing. It's a, it's kind of a hard concept to really, you have to totally break apart. What are your services and how are we going to allow that service in a different way on a different level at every stage of that client's life cycle with us? Ultimately, it expedites. You have the volume, but now you also have the four services pyramid. And you're able to scale every pyramid, every part of that pyramid, every service with volume based on going backwards and saying, okay, I established this business really, really well. I've figured out my profit margins, what I need to scale in volume. Now let's throw in an entire pyramid of services to, to start pushing out in volume as well so that we're not leaving any of our ideal clients out because they're not in the right moment at the right time for that one service you have, right? And as that evolves, those financial dreams are actually going to become a reality even faster than you ever could have imagined. This four services pyramid is something I wish I knew when I started my business. Even when I hit my first six figures, I wish I knew that I could have expedited my journey to half a million, expedited my journey to a million dollar year by diversifying the same services offering in a way that people from every, my ideal client from every point of their life can come into my business and gain something from it. Okay. So that's where we're talking about creating financial freedom as a paralegal is where you are increasing in volume because you have decided in the beginning how your business model is going to be, what your business model is going to be, how that's going to look from a scaling standpoint, right? We're getting in the CEO mentality here. How are we going to scale that business in the path of least resistance? And then how are we going to diversify our revenue stream so that we can attract in more of our ideal client? Because a lot of the times what happens when you have one service offering, which again, it's the same concept of service. You're just changing the, the availability of it, depending on where your ideal client is at. You have one service offering and you mold it a little bit, make a little few tweaks to have four of them at different price points, wherein your clients, your ideal client, whether they're in baby stages or they're in you know full-blown growth stages, like we're hitting the ground running stages, can come into your space versus having that ideal client look at your stuff, be really interested, but maybe can't quite commit to that service yet. They're not quite there yet, or they're beyond you. They accidentally hit you too late. Would have been nice to find you six months ago, a year ago, when I really needed what you're offering, but now I no longer need that. That's where you're having that next service level to say, okay, nope, I still have something for you. You know, that's my middle. I still have something for you here at the, at the, the top, or you're not quite ready. I still have something for you here. Come into my space. Right. So the more we do that, the more we're attracting people and life longer life cycles of clients. Whereas then you can see how, when those two things line up, you have your volume, you're ready to scale in volume. You're also attracting you're taking that one ideal client and you're timesing it by four, meaning they're in that ideal client is in a different phase of their business life. You match those two together and you have volume times four coming into your space. That's when you're truly folding time in half and you can expedite your results. Let me know in the comments who's here. Makes sense. Doesn't make sense. Jacqueline, you're crazy. <laughs> Anything. Let me know. All right. 
So we're up to our time. I'm waiting for some, if any questions come through, the freelance paralegal roadmap pre-purchase discounts expires on Sunday. I'm going to take you through this exact roadmap, the exact roadmap you need to both be ready to scale in volume as well as times that volume by four, right? Times that volume by four with your four pyramid services offering. Makes so much sense. Okay, good. Sometimes I'm like, I don't even know if I make sense to myself. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Oh, I, I try to make analogies to my husband sometimes too. And he's like, Jacqueline, that made absolutely no sense. I'm going to take you through this entire roadmap. It's laid out for you. And it's laid out for you in a way that is also going to push you to listen to intuition because I want, I don't just want a bunch of paralegals creating businesses that make them a lot of money. I also want you to be happy because like I said, I would rather go live in a camper again, which actually was kind of fun until it got cold. Like, you know, negative 15 pipes are freezing as we were building our house and then be miserable and make a ton of money. It doesn't, it, you have to have both, right? And you can have both. And I hope that this webinar here is showing you that you absolutely can have both. It just requires intuition and strategy. I bet you're excited about the classes starting next week. I'm excited to, to launch, to publish them. I can't wait. Um, freelance paralegal roadmap. I'm taking you through that. We're focusing on building up a business that can scale in volume and also times that by four with four different services offerings. And then also teaching you how to uh, convert your client, your leads to clients. I have a 98% conversion rate, which is higher than the 2% average, right? On my sales calls. I only get qualified leads on my calendar because of the way I structure my North Star client with my content marketing, with my brand, with my services, with my pricing. I only get qualified leads on my calendar and I can convert them 98%, right? That's what I'm teaching you. I'm teaching you how to stay consistent with your marketing. So once you've built this amazing business, ready to take on volume, ready to scale with volume, we're going to market the crap out of it with content Yay for the Paralegal Entrepreneur Planner uh, with the content marketing. 365 days of prompts plus an extra 18 days within the LinkedIn challenge. You're going to optimize your LinkedIn in there and you have 18 days within that LinkedIn optimization. And then you have another 365 days of content marketing prompts plus a webinar that's going to show you how to be really, really genuine, authentic and build authority with those content prompts. So it doesn't just look like you're regenerating the same blog everybody else is regenerating. Right. So teaching you how to build a business that is scalable in volume, teaching you how to make that volume scalability multiply by four so you can fold time in half, reach results quicker than I reach results, and how to actually get clients in there to make that a reality, right? So I hope you consider joining. As of Monday, the course is all available. So we're, it's in pre-purchase right now. You're pre-purchasing it. Monday, the course will be completely released. It'll be out there and it, the price will increase. So right now it's a 20% discount for the, the one-time payment of 207 or a 15% discount of the four payment install, four monthly installments. Now I got this question right before I hopped on here. If that payment plan made, like you still can access the course right away. I have a, I have a, a trust system here with everybody. You purchase that course on the payment plan, you have full access to it right away. I'm not going to make you wait four months until you've paid for it in full. You have access to it right away. So if you're a little bit worried about budget for the month and you really want to do this, you know, it's going to change your life. You're having a calling to, to doing this. 
go ahead and join so you can take advantage of that payment option and you can get started while while this motivation is within you and i'm pushing you with these these webinars to make finance uh freelancing a reality and the reason why i'm pushing you so much is first of all what i'm doing right here right now is my absolute passion work this is my intuition shining out this is my calling this is what i'm feeling called to do because it changed my life so dramatically that i want to see other paralegals because i was a paralegal myself i know what paralegals do i know how they're the backbones to law firm success i know they are with full certainty i was making 15 dollars an hour at a local firm we couldn't make it make sense for getting my son to daycare how far i had to drive that we decided for me to stay at home and then realized quickly we can't live off of one income. I started subcontracting. I We were constantly negative in our accounts. I was not making what I needed to be making as a subcontractor. I felt a calling that I should be making more, that there's got to be something better out there. And I finally took a chance on myself, pushed past that fear. And trust me, if anybody says fear is what's holding them back or imposter syndrome, I could write an entire book on it because of how deeply I felt it. I was in tears all the time all the time because I wanted to start something and I was too scared to do it. I had imposter syndrome. I felt I was going to fail. I felt I was going to be embarrassed by my failure. I hid from a lot of people that I was trying to build success and wealth in my life. Thank God that I followed. And one day I did a meditation and I just boop, decided starting this LLC and it was messy, which that's why I feel I have a calling to come and teach people on how to do it so it's not so messy and you can fold time in half even more. I'm an instant gratification person. Maybe that doesn't drive you, but like if I have my mindset on something, it's happening tomorrow. You know, the other day I'm in my office and I, I my desk is too big. I don't really care for it. I told my husband, cancel all your plans. We are doing this this weekend. We are revamping my web or my, my office. Like I am an instant gratification. If I get something in my mind, I want instant results. And while you might not have instant results, meaning you're going to wake up tomorrow making $100,000. It is going to take a lot less time than you possibly think. As I said in the beginning, if you can imagine a financial reality five years from now, just go ahead and fold that in half because I know with taking this roadmap, you will be able to fold that in half. If you follow the roadmap, if you commit to it, you'll be able to fold that absolutely in half. And again, I'm living proof of it. We almost lost our house in 2008. 20 early 2020 we almost lost our house 2024 uh we built in 2022 so i guess by 2022 we were building our dream home building our dream home right so it's totally possible find your happiness find your soft life with the wealth that you actually want in your life and that's different for everybody to live your most authentic life what makes you happy this is one really, really great way to do it. If you don't want to wait for career advancement, if you don't want to wait for your employer to give you a promotion, if you don't want to wait for that six-figure job you're qualified for and hope that it has good work-life balance with it, this is a, a very great path to take. So thank you very much, everybody that joined today. Uh, thank you for the comments. And, and I, hope, I hope you have a great rest of your day. I'm gearing up for a cold weekend of negative 15, maybe even worse with wind chill. Uh, weather. So yay. I will see you guys tomorrow. And from until then, let me know if you have any questions, feel free to reach out to me directly. I'd be happy to answer them. Thanks guys. Bye.